you have the chance to win a Spring Super Sweeps from LAist. Donate $60 for one entry to win a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Check out all the other prizes too when you donate now at LAist.com sweeps. I'm Tracy Thomas, host of One for the Books, a live literary event series from LAist. We are back with guests, author Amanda Montel and actor Bella Lavelle. You can find us on May 15th at the Crawford Family Forum. Tickets at LAist.com events. LAist Studios. Today on the LA Report, a new hate crimes report is due out soon, and it'll show the hate crime numbers are up. That's ahead. Also, the latest California mountain lion count is out, and it shows the mountain lion population is lower than we thought. And Little Tokyo says goodbye to a restaurant that's been there for 50 years. It's Tuesday, January 9th. I'm Nick Roman. This is the L.A. Report from L.A. State 89.3. A forthcoming report on hate crimes shows an overall spike in the nation's largest cities, including Los Angeles. One big reason? Anti-Semitism. LA's correspondent Leslie Berestein-Rojas has details on the report due soon from researchers at Cal State San Bernardino. Hate crimes reported to police in L.A. went up by nearly 13 percent in 2023, and anti-Jewish hate spiked by a whopping 48 percent. That's according to LAPD data compiled in a forthcoming report by Cal State San Bernardino's Center for the Study of Hate and Extremism. The center's director is Brian Levin. One of the things we've seen historically has been spikes in anti-Jewish hate crimes when there is violence in the Holy Land. Levin will issue his completed report in the country. Days. For LAist 89.3, I'm Leslie Berestein Rojas. The president of the board that oversees the LA Department of Water and Power is stepping down. Cynthia McLean Hill's departure comes after the LA Times reported she and then DWP board president Mel Levine were part of a private phone call in 2019 with cybersecurity executives. It had to do with awarding a new contract. Well, that's contrary to L.A. city ethics rules, although McLean Hill and Levine told the L.A. Times that phone call was proper. McLean Hill has served on the Board of Water and Power Commissioners since 2018. She was also recently named in a lawsuit by current and former DWP employees who claim they were targeted for reporting cybersecurity breaches at the DWP. We told you last week about L.A. Metro thinking about hiking the fare for its Metro Micro Service. It offers short trips within a specific area for just $1. Well, Metro might increase the fare to $2.5. It's holding public meetings to gather comment. John Lloyd in Sierra Madre wrote to say he supports the higher fare for Metro Micro Rides. Here's a Metro staffer reading John's note. I have used this service a number of times, and my adult son, who is transit-dependent and lives at home, uses it regularly. 
It is his lifeline and access to educational opportunities at Pasadena City College. Metro has three more rounds of public comment this week. After that, the staff will present what they've heard to a Metro board subcommittee. The full board could vote on a Metro micro fare increase in a couple of weeks. More transit news. The Biden administration has awarded California $88 million to buy electric-powered school buses across the state. Now, that money will go to eight school districts and private companies, and it should be enough for 230 buses plus the required chargers. I just hope that it gets to communities who are firsthand impacted and boxed in by polluters. That's Angie Balderas with the People's Collective for Environmental Justice in the Inland Empire. Well, some of the money will go to the Inland Empire, to Riverside Unified and Palm Springs Unified. L.A. Unified will get nearly $20 million, enough for 50 electric school buses. When we come back, last day for meals at a restaurant that's been in Little Tokyo for 50 years. But it's not all sad. We'll tell you why. Support for LAS comes from Latino Theatre Company at the Los Angeles Theatre Center, presenting the world premiere of Mix Mix, the Filipino adventures of a German-Jewish boy by Boney B. Alvarez. Inspired by true events from the life of Ralph Price, after escaping Nazi Germany, a newfound tropical refuge in the Philippines is upended when Japan invades the islands. On stage through June 16th, tickets and information at latinotheaterco.org. Support for LAist comes from the Norton Simon Museum, presenting the film series Testigo Witness, Goya in the Movies, held on select Fridays in May. Each film touches upon Spanish artist Francisco de Goya's visions of the world, including Pan's Labyrinth by Guillermo del Toro and The Discreet Charm of the Bourgeoisie by Luis Buñuel. Screenings are at 4.30 p.m. on four consecutive Fridays starting May 10th. More information at nortonsimon.org. This is the L.A. Report. I'm Nick Roman. Researchers thought about 6,000 mountain lions lived in California, but a new report from the UC Davis California Mountain Lion Project has dropped that to no more than 4,500 and maybe as few as 3,200. Wildlife ecologist Christopher Wilmers at UC Santa Cruz helped with the count. He says California mountain lions are penned in by big freeways. That have essentially fragmented... Uh, mountain lion populations into these small uh, mountain ranges where they're having an increasingly hard time moving among mountain ranges and, and breeding across those populations. And that's why there's a wildlife corridor under construction now in Agoura Hills to get mountain lions across the 101 freeway safely. And why is that important? Well, mountain lions keep the population of deer and other wildlife under control, and that helps keep the environment in balance going to end on a sad note. They'll close the doors today for the last time on a little Tokyo institution, the Sudihiro Cafe. It's being evicted from its first street home after more than 50 years of serving the neighborhood. LA's reporter Josie Wong spoke with heavy-hearted customers. For landscape designer Iri Yamagata, Suihiro Cafe is more than its curries and tonkatsu. I'm, I'm not from L.A., I'm from Japan, and even when I came here, I felt so like home and nostalgic. That I feel like I've known this place for so long. Marty Flores chose to live in Little Tokyo because of small businesses like Suihiro. To kind of see the, the times and how things are changing, I mean, it's super sad because like Little Tokyo here in Los Angeles is only one of the last three or four in the entire nation. Community activists plan to rally against gentrification outside the restaurant next Tuesday. That's the day the landlord wants Sudihiro out of the location. 
For LAist 89.3, I'm Josie Huang. Well, don't be too sad about the Sotohiro Cafe leaving Little Tokyo. Josie says it still has locations in downtown L.A. at 4th and Main and Chinatown on North Broadway. Thanks for listening to the L.A. Report. I'm Nick Roman. Be sure to listen again tomorrow morning when Suzanne Watley brings you the L.A. Report AM edition. The L.A. Report is produced by Libby Rainey and Tiffany Ujie. Megan Garvey is the executive editor. Catherine Mailhouse, our director of content development. Our engineer, Tui Mao. Original music by Scott Kelly. You can read more about our stories at LAist.com. You can also listen live anytime on the LAist app or on the radio at 89.3 FM. You know, listeners like you help make the LA Report possible, so please donate at LAist.com slash join. This podcast is supported by Gordon and Donna Crawford, who believe quality journalism makes Southern California a better place to live. The LAS Spring Super Sweeps is happening now. You can win amazing prizes while supporting your source for local fact-based journalism. One lucky grand prize winner will get to choose a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Other prizes include an electric bike from Juice Bikes and $1,000 gas gift cards. Your donation of $60 gets you one entry to win. And the more you give, the more entries you get. Donate now at LAS.com sweeps.